on today's episode of Diving In. Like a lot of people say, you're the girl with all the empowering anthems. And I'm like, yeah, but I cry, you know? So I... (laughs) So I, I, I've been writing about like, yeah, I'm tough and I'm strong, but like, um, I'm just like anybody else. I will cry if somebody puts a mean comment on there. Like it is what it is. I've just faced it. (laughs) Welcome to Diving In, a podcast aiming to explore the deeper themes behind the entertainment and content creation industries. I'm Leslie Mosier. And I'm Marissa Mullen. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Diving In. This is a really fun episode with some really fun guests. I'm pretty sure everyone out there knows who Megan Trainer is. I mean, she's a pop superstar. And it was also a huge treat to get to know her brother and podcast co-host of Working On It, Ryan Trainer. He is an incredibly inspiring human, and it was so great to talk to him. Megan lived in Nashville briefly, and I watched her rise to fame with All About That Bass in the City. The song and buzz was just everywhere. And we had Doug the Pug meet her at the beginning of one of her first shows in Nashville. Marissa and I actually connected a bunch when she'd come through Nashville with Megan on tour because Marissa actually used to tour with her. Yes, so I met Megan and Ryan back in 2014, right around when All About That Bass blew up. So it was a wild time to say the least. My boyfriend at the time was her tour manager and I was studying music business and communications in college. So when I went to go visit the shows on tour, I needed to find a purpose, obviously. So I ended up taking photos and videos of her live show for Instagram. This accidentally turned into a job for me to do on and off the road for the span of 2015. And then when I got my job at The Late Show Stephen Colbert, Ryan took over as photographer, absolutely crushed it. So we all spent so much time together, still dear friends to this day. I love them both. Um, Megan is one of the hardest working people in the entertainment industry, hands down. She's such a humble, kind person, and I'm so excited for them to both join us today. So with that being said, let's dive in. We are here diving in with Ryan and Megan Trainer. That's us. What's up? What's up? Ryan, I said your name first. Oh my god! I didn't even. I, it wasn't phased. I didn't even register it. that. Thank you so much. Like usually, it's always Megan first. You know, Megan went Grammy winning pop star, and then a brother. No, you guys are equal in my heart. And I love that. We go way back to 2014. I want to say almost yeah. like 10 years ago. Crazy. Jesus. Yeah, you taught um, me how to use a camera. Yeah, I taught Ryan how oh, yeah, to be you a videographer. His yeah. Ryan took my job. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Marissa, Marissa I mean, was so she's so aesthetically pleasing. Like when yeah. she works with camera stuff and making videos, and I was like, "Could you tell my bro how to do that for me?" <laughs> yeah, I no, it was, was great, doing. and you killed it. You crushed it. So for those who don't know Megan Trainer, which I'm surprised if you don't, she is a Grammy award-winning pop star, songwriter, producer, entrepreneur, TV host, and mom to little baby Riley, who is the cutest. And we have Ryan Trainer here, world-class photographer, videographer, Twitch gaming superstar, marathon runner, and podcast host for the new podcast with Megan, working on it. So on Diving In, we like to ask questions that might not typically be asked in normal interviews, um, kind of diving into the themes that no one really talks about. Like when you go and you do an album promo, you're talking about the album and you're literally your mind is on autopilot and you don't even have to think about the answers you say because you just practice them over and over again. And it's just like second nature. We're going to break that cycle and talk about some deep stuff because that's just what we do. But we're going to start surface level because... We have to dive in. We're starting on the surface. Gorgeous. So we're going we're gonna to let Leslie take this away on the surface. All right. 
Hi guys. Hey Leslie. Hi. Nice, nice to meet you, Ryan. And Very so nice good to, to see you again, Megan. Um, so yeah, I I think we could start like in kind of how we all met each other. Like I I met Megan back in the Doug, um, the start of Doug, and you were playing Cannery Ballroom, and that was like one of your first big Nashville shows. And all about that bass had just started, and it was it was so cool. So really great to see you again, and very nice to meet you, Ryan. Um, so I want to know. I'm going to start about. Tell me about your pets. I'm I'm the human to Doug the pug. I have two cats. I'm like pet obsessed. I just want to hear how many pets do you have? Who are they? What what are they like? I want to know. We have four dogs. Four dogs. <laughs> Squad. I, I couldn't stop. Now own three dogs so because like, Megan had a baby and oh yes. guess what happens listen, to the dogs. Listen, listen, listen. The truth is um, as a family, these dogs are our dogs. There's four of them. <laughs> sure. And we moved into this new home and there's a lot of construction being done. So there's a lot of dudes in the house and the dogs, as you know, are small and they attack. So oh, no. I can't, I can't like, they have their entire, their whole own bedroom that I made all glamorous for them, but I don't want to trap them up there all day long. So I let them go to Ryan's apartment and be trapped up there with him. Yeah. I took and- him. I took him in. <laughs> So, so they can yeah. have a human with them at all times. Yeah, so I own um, a toy poodle, a chihuahua, and a Mernie, <laughs> mini Bernadoodle. <laughs> oh and I kept them. I kept Biggie in my house because she oh, loves Biggie. being She likes being I remember alone. when you got Biggie and yes. we took Biggie on tour. So my Biggie's the born. smallest dog you we could ever see. We toured with her? Oh, yeah. I remember you brought her on the bus. Everywhere. A few times, yeah. She's yeah. like, what kind of dog is she? She's a science project. Um, she's a micro <laughs> Maltese. She's like four micro. pounds. Micro, not teacup. Micro. Yeah, she's micro. like literally. She's like, <laughs> see, I just <laughs> said I want a puppy for life. Like I don't want it to ever grow up, and that's what Biggie is. Man, she's Doug so is the cute. opposite of micro, aren't you, Doug? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, we love pets. And from my uh, my question is. Well, I already know. I don't know, Megan, if you've changed your mind about this, but do you guys like cheese? Love cheese. Love cheese. We'll forever love cheese. I haven't what? been able to eat cheese in like oh, yeah, but you still six love months. it. That makes sense, yeah. But I do every three weeks, I get my nice little pizza treat, like my little, okay, this is my reward. Well, because I remember too, Megan was like, I don't like cheese plain. Like, I can't eat it on yeah, its own. I've never, Only melted. I never even, like, knew that was a concept because my mom is like me, too. She didn't, like, she only started putting cheese out at Thanksgiving, like, for the entree or for the appetizers because Ryan. And she's yeah. like, my big boy loves cheese and crackers. <laughs> so Very, like, very simple cheese yeah, place. I didn't understand the... The luxury of cheese plates until I worked at the Galley Beach restaurant in Nantucket, and I was like, "Oh, Whoa, yes. this!" Is I didn't a know until plate. Marissa kept doing it yeah. and then kept taking <laughs> pictures, and was like, "This is my career now." And I was like, "As it should be, you're an artist." So I guess great. we'll start diving into work life. Um, so Megan, you're not only a singer songwriter; you're also busy with hosting TV shows, a new podcast, and being a new mom. How do you balance it all and still, you know, have your life? <sighs> um, <laughs> I pick my fingers, <laughs> and I, <laughs> my husband, like. My mommy, my mama literally drove me to my songwriting session yesterday, dropped me off and was like, okay, bye, I guess. And I was like, I miss you. And then she 
parked there all day long and oh, didn't tell Kelly. me. She sat outside Such there till till eight p.m. Eight what? hours. What? And and Go then I home. I texted her like, "Hey, could you come pick me up soon?" And she's like, "I'm outside." And I was like. <laughs> Do you have to pee? Like, she loves me. No no one's like that. You know what I mean? So I think the only reason why I'm surviving and thriving is because of the people, like, around me helping me. Yeah, it's true. We just did an episode about um, burnout, and, like, we were reading the the <laughs> symptoms of burnout, and I was like, wait, check, am I burning check. out? Am I burning like, out? <laughs> I think yeah. I am, but, like, it's okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, because it's a lot. I mean, I feel like, do you ever give yourself, like, a break yeah, for sure. On weekends, I try to be yeah. like a normal person. I told them like, hey, I'll work and I'll do all this crazy, the, the crazy schedule, but give me Saturdays and Sundays off. And yeah. I do. And on, on those days, like today, we did nothing all morning but hang out with our son. And and this is like fun for us, yeah. joining this podcast with you. So I was like, we'll put those on our days, you know? Yeah, no, it's so important. Because especially, I mean, with with content creation, like with Leslie and I, it's like the internet never sleeps so yeah. it's definitely yeah. hard to figure out the the balance of that. And like Ryan, when you're are you still doing the Twitch? The I video just games? started to go back into it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. another intense thing because you can go for like hours on it, right? I mean, yeah. But yeah, he'll this new do game, that. This new game came out uh, came out called New World, and it's it's like it's pretty much another life. So I'll play that game for like twelve hours and be like, oh my god, what just happened? <laughs> but the, like, do you feel like you entered is, the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, 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 yeah. For it's guys a, it's like a second him. Life. For guys like him, in the beginning of quarantine, he would do that anyways. Yeah, oh, true. Like, yeah, that's a like, choice. Why not? And I was like, why don't you it's like, a make money also. while doing that? Exactly. Like, why don't you start a stream? He's like, okay. You did not yeah. say no, but I know, but bro. I supported that, you. No, I was like, hey, I supported guys, you and was I'm like, do this. you should do that because yeah. you do it anyway. I was like, get me a PC and I'll live with you for another five years. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It was a deal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And talking about hard work, like, what is it like marathon training? Because I run, like, a mile and keel over, and I don't know how to yeah. run any more than um, that. I like, have, what, what, in, what encourages you to, like, get into that? Well, I recently had sobered up, and running has oh, been, yes. like, the best thing for that. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, running and video games. And but who are you running for? Boston Children's uh, Hospital. It's amazing. Oh, amazing. And I got yes. a patient partner, Hannah. She's awesome. She's so cute. Oh, yes. Yep. That's so amazing. Like, do you feel like when you're running, you hit a point where you're just like, I hate this? <laughs> no. Nah, I said. The only, so what happens is like, stamina wise, I'm good because I don't drink or smoke. Uh, my legs just like straight up fail on me. If something, if I didn't stretch enough or, you know, didn't prepare, didn't hydrate enough, my legs just go out and I'm like, oh, this, this hurts. So it's pretty much just the legs, but like I could run all day is what I, I learned. I can't. It, That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is this your first marathon, Ryan? It's bu- uh, first and only I'm done. Wow. <laughs> no it's just like, it takes over your life. The training. I can't like hang out with my friends. They're like, well, let's, let's hang out on the weekend. I'm like, I run on Saturday and I don't move for the rest of the weekend. I don't move till Tuesday. Like my legs are shot. And it was hard in the beginning and it gets easier and easier and easier. But I ran four half marathons when I was in college, the country music. I did one every year. And every time there was a point in the marathon where you either split the the people who are running the full go to the left and the people who are running the half go to the right. I think it's at like 11 miles. And every time I was like, I don't know how the hell people are continuing this for like another double, but there's no feeling like it. I mean, running with that crowd of people the rush you see yeah. you know a guy pushing his kid in the stroller or you know someone who's running with prosthetics and it's super inspiring so mm-hmm. good job i know how hard it is um that's awesome thank you 
Yeah, he'll just, be yeah. like the only one in our family that's ever <laughs> run a marathon. He's, yeah, he is. It just taught me to like next. He's coming. Yeah, he could do <laughs> He's it. Maybe. It teaches you that you're gonna you can be bad at something in the beginning, and if you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it, you eventually mm-hmm. like I didn't think I could just go out and run like I could just run ten miles like it's nothing now. And oh, in the beginning, wild. it was like a Absolutely. nightmare. Oh, we, we have a special guest. Oh, oh he's out of my tummy, ladies and gentlemen. Gosh. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Riley. Riley. What's up, guys? Hey. Hi. Hi, Marissa. You're For listeners who can't see <laughs> us, Daryl and Riley yeah, just nice entered the food. chat. Megan's loving Ooh. husband and baby. Oh, and the gallon. Is that the gallon water bottle? No, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing to it help looks him like crawl. Mine. But yeah, my, my gallon's <laughs> going to be here later. Oh my goodness. Oh, He's obsessed with his uncles. Oh, Isn't that crazy goodness. that they're uncles now? That is insane. Wild. So, we get Riley on the Twitch sometimes. Yeah, oh, we yeah. do. Does he Riley loves, loves all the colors. Does Riley love dogs, pets? He does. He loves like Biggie like is the only one in our house with mm-hmm. him. So even this morning, Biggie wants to hang out with me and he looks at her and he starts laughing and he puts his hands right near her mouth and she'll, you know, she'll just lick forever. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, I okay, I'm going to clean <laughs> you up now. He also he gets loves. fired up. Uh, like Dale will come, will come outside when mm-hmm. I'm playing fetch with Soka. And when Soka's playing tug of war, like Riley he'll loses his mind. He'll start cracking up. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! So and the dogs are pretty good with them because uh, so I guess much. it could get like dicey sometimes. But yeah, we, apparently we some dogs can get really jealous, and you have to like really figure it out. But all of ours were ours were pretty good. They yeah, never yeah. growl at him. No. They mostly ignore his existence. You know, yeah. <laughs> they just like, like we don't know what to do him. with you because yeah, you're so like, small. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, before we want to talk more about Riley and literally having a baby, like that whole experience must be insane haven't been there yet but first we kind of want to dive into the past so i met you guys in 2014 this was a big year for you it was the year that all about that base blew up you were living in nashville you moved to la so much happened and i think when i met you it was around like the jingle ball chapter um which the most just the craziest still the craziest time of my life i've never been that busy ever again yeah and i feel like you know you were so young, like you're 20, just turned 21, mm-hmm. was just able to drink legally. Um, you were in the spotlight 24-7, like so much was going on with your nonstop schedule. Like, what did that feel like when all of this started to happen? Did you feel like you could control anything? Did you feel like, you know, just every day, just going on the ride and just figuring out day by day? Like, because no one gives you like a cheese by numbers, step by step to being a pop star. You know, so you know, like, there's no book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no book, and um, I just have little angels like that came in my life and held my hand and pulled me along the way. And Britain is one of those angels. Um, and can I say, like, for those who don't know, that's your ex boyfriend? Oh yeah, no, we're yes. we're totally friends. <laughs> like, he's still it's not a weird at all. manager out there. But when I was really little, like, like I just signed management, so I was just learning them at the time, and. It was me, two dancers in Britain, just like going to random places. <laughs> yeah. And I like I was a mess. I didn't have an assistant or anyone to help me. I remember I once packed my own myself for a, a gig and I forgot shoes. Oh I didn't God. have shoes in Britain was like Christ, let's go to a mall. And he <laughs> dragged me to a mall and begged them to stay open and bought me like little boot heels. And then oh like, my that's what he had to deal with. Uh, it was such a time. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you have any memories that like really stick out where you're just like, this does not feel like real life. We're in the matrix. 
Oh, a bunch of them. My 21st birthday when Nick Jonas threw me a birthday party. Um, bizarre and amazing. And it was like at um, an art place in Florida. It was uh, Winwood. So there was like giant mushrooms everywhere and it was um, gorgeous. And we were on like golf carts and we were like, what is life? (laughs) Like a bunch of those moments. But there are also chaotic moments like that bus driver in what? Oh, in England. The bus oh, in Paris, was, the drunk one? Or, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. was drunk. Yes. I missed out on this. And this I, I was there I for that. I already popped oh, town LPM and was like knocked the fuck out. And I remember the, my assistant at the time woke me up and was like, we have to go. And I was like, what? She's like, and then her and Britain were like, bus driver's drunk. We're getting a new <laughs> driver. Come outside. And we were literally parked outside of a hotel and they were like, we're booked. And yeah. we're like, it's 2 a.m. Please give us a room. We'll all share. Please. Like, yeah. Those dire moments. And you're stranded with a drunk bus driver. You know, there's highs and lows, highs and lows. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I feel like I always refer to like this chapter. I mean, from my perspective, from like being an outsider that like entered it and then left it again, you know, it's almost like a sugar rush because it's like it's like a pixie stick because the highs are so high. And you're like, you know, remember the Billboard Music Awards where at like Taylor Swift's after party, like taking shots, like oh, in yeah, those yeah, situations. Yeah. That was a good and you're one. just like, what am I doing here? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. you have the moments like that European tour where it's just like everything that went wrong could go wrong. And it's just yeah. like, what do you do in those situations? Or like, I'm on tour and Britain takes me to the back room where my bed is. And he's like, you should sit down. And I'm like, hi. He's like, because we have to cancel the rest of tour like halfway through yeah. because my vocal surgery. And yeah. I was like, are you sure? So much. <laughs> it's and it's, I just feel like with, I mean, with this can transcend so many different industries too, but you know, when you are facing a lot of success, of course, there comes the, the balance to even it all out. Like there has to be yeah, highs and lows. It can be easy breezy. <laughs> yeah, it can't. And like, Ryan, for you, I feel like in this chapter, it must've been insane for you. Like, did you feel like you needed to, stay up till six in the morning just because you're like, this is crazy. Like, I have to be here. I have to, like, not have FOMO and just, like, live I guess this. maybe some of it I suffer from uh, FOMO, but a lot of it is just, like, I just never knew when to stop. I'm like, oh, I feel good. Let's keep going. Like, I, I would just keep going. We were always, like, I mean, the last people to leave every event there was uh, that was our issue <laughs> like yeah like if i brought them to a, that taylor swift place like me and my parents would be like hey we're going to bed it's like one in the but morning even we, you guys would stay a pretty long time like especially for gt like the trainers oh, in general yeah, stay late at parties yeah gt could go to 4 yeah, a.m but then i would go you know from <laughs> yes, 3 a.m to like 10 a.m you know i was just yeah. Like, yeah he started coming home and at like in the morning time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and then you're what? like, this is a little bit, you know, yeah. people are outside like, how are starting you alive? Yeah. Like, how are you surviving this? Like, if I stay up till 2 a.m. now, I'm a wreck for three days. Same. Like, oh, I'm a grandmother now. Yeah. I'm almost 30. I go to bed at 8 p.m. and I love but it. But early 20s in L.A. and I had the connects with like Hwood Group, you know, and other clubs. You, you just go out every single night is pretty much what it is. And that's, that's kind of, it was the lifestyle. Now it's like dead because COVID, post COVID. I feel like it's slowed down a lot. It's a lot of like house parties still, but what was um, nice and comforting was that he actually made friends with all the club owners because he's like a good guy. Like he wouldn't go and be a drunk mess, you know? And he yeah. would bring cool people and um I was I was never it was really nice to never be worried of like, oh, he won't embarrass me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Well. He's going to have a fun time. And then people would meet me and say, I know you're bro. And I'm like, ah, 
cool. I bet you do. I just like couldn't say no to an open bar. So like the CAA events, like any any party with an open oh, yeah. bar, I was just the like, yeah, I'll, I'll go and like represent the trainer family. Yeah. I am a person who lives and deals with anxiety on a near daily basis. I go to therapy, which helps a lot, but I've found that my dietary habits play a huge role in how I'm feeling mentally. I've been drinking the Organifi green juice every day, which has a clinical dose of ashwagandha, and I feel a massive reduction in my anxiety. The clinically studied ashwagandha helps to reduce stress, promote relaxation, support a healthy immune system, promote memory and concentration, support a good quality of sleep, and so much more. It's amazing. Not to mention, buying organic veggies to juice at home can be a hassle and so expensive. This product is a game changer because you just put a scoop into water and it is a tasty organic green juice with all the vitamins you need. You can get 20% off all Organifi products by using the code DIVINGIN at Organifi.com or go to Organifi.com slash DIVINGIN. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. So how did it feel, yeah. Ryan, to be like the brother of such a massive pop star? Like, did you find yourself being very protective? Were people like trying to hit you up for clout? Like, what was that like? Because even just on the level that Marissa and I are at with what we do, like we've had some insane experiences where it's like you, you find yourself getting really protective. Um, I'm protective over Doug, you know, over everything like that. So I'm really curious to hear. Like, don't eat my cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone, I have to be careful with like, I'm like, does this person want to be my friend or what? what is their angle there, unfortunately? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was like some random like products or something. Like I learned the hard way, nothing is free. So if you accept accept something free, it's there. They don't leave you alone. So it'll be like, well, let's do this. Can we do that again? And it's like, okay, enough of that. Um, and then I don't know. People I always show wanted- their true colors right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. if he'll bring a group of girls over and they're all friends. As soon as they start taking pictures of the yard and oh. tag us, you know, he's like, okay, never again. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. You know, it's like, like just come over and hang out. And all of a sudden, be, it's just like Insta stories. Everyone Insta has stories, to be tag, tested. Tag, tag. You know I'm what like, I mean? Right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so there's true. been like a lot of one and dones for sure. And I could like go someone really, <laughs> yeah. really rapidly. Like, I don't yeah. really care. So, but, uh, because, <laughs> and it's like LA. So should like, we dive into that? <laughs> yeah, let's unpack that. Um, yeah, there's just like a lot of monsters for sure. But then there's a ton, tons of good people. Like, yeah. I had a really good friend from college move out here and I made friends with all of his friends that work in like sales. You know, they're like, there's normal people. It's not all yeah. like circus fucking clowns. Like, you could find. <laughs> yeah, when everyone's like, I can't be in LA, those people suck i'm like yeah but you can find the good ones yeah they're they're everywhere there's good people everywhere yeah Yeah. it's so true and it's like i i remember with john batiste um when i was working at the late show we his number one like dream celebrity crush is will smith and he was on the show (laughs) and we're like let's talk to will smith so i got to go with john to the dressing room and john was like hey if you can give me one piece of advice what would it be (laughs) will smith's like surround yourself with um people that you all elevate together. So it's like not one person's being left behind. Everyone elevates at the same time. And the five people you surround yourself make you who you are. And I was like, that's real. Yes, Will Smith. But it's true. It's like you guys as the trainers are such a close family. And I feel like that importance of just like having the family always be together and support each other is something that's like pretty rare in a lot of situations with, um, you know, people who enter the spotlight, like 
for example, Britney Spears, like the situation with her family, yeah. definitely not close. And like, what has it always been that way with you guys? And is it ever difficult because like work and family is so intertwined? I don't think it's ever been super difficult working with family. I still work with them every day. My mom's my assistant. My bro now is my podcast partner in crime. My younger brother is my engineer. I just recorded a song with him, and I'm like, send me the things. And he's like, yep, no problem. And he- I mean, yeah, sometimes we get annoyed because it's just like Megan being like, oh, the color's not right. Fix it. Da-da-da-da-da. Fix it. Right. I'm like, but okay. Also, it's like, you're my sister. This is annoying. To what you said, like, <laughs> they are my best friends, my yeah. mom, my bro, and them. And if you think about it, we all have progressed and built each other up True. in the past, like, five years or whatever while being yeah. extra close. Like, yeah. you're sober now. Justin's lost, like, over 100 pounds. Right. Mom's a different human being completely. Sometimes. Like, she's, like, <laughs> she's getting, growing thicker skin, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, starting to do what she wants to do. Even, I like, other outside family members were, like, we figured. And Daryl came in and taught us, like, meditation and calm down. Yeah. And, Ooh, and we yeah. made well, it a little tougher. Other family members <laughs> were, like, let's help you and show you what we've learned while lifting each other up. That's such yeah, an amazing. Will Smith elevation. Yeah. yeah. It's a good squad. Such an amazing thing to go through together because it's like a once in a lifetime, you know, beautiful experience yeah. and you all get to to grow and teach each other things. And I love that. I have that big disease of like not FOMO, but like I need to watch you experience this with me, mm -hmm. you know, oh, like yeah, when yeah, I yeah. send a song now to someone, I say I set it up so that I can watch their face while they hear it. And I won't send it unless I can have it that way, you know, and that's the same with like, that. I'm going to this event. You have to yeah, come yeah. with me. <laughs> she always hooked me up. Like they're like, we're going to fly you out to Germany for this award show. And she's like, you have to put my brother on that plane. Yeah. Get, a, get a big enough jet to have my brother go. I'm like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it is. It's like not as fun if you're it's just doing it. It's fun. You're alone, You're just like, dude. check this out, bro. Like it's, yeah. way, it's a way better experience. Oh, 100%. So Ryan, I would love to talk more and dive into your, your current day. relationship with alcohol and sobriety and your decision to go sober and the mental clarity that you have now and um, just all of that stuff. So I just, from a health perspective – hardly drink at I'm not completely sober but I have an autoimmune disease mm -hmm. I have endometriosis and so I've found that you know a night of drinking just not only wrecks my mental health but my physical health too it takes me days to recover I get terrible post drinking anxiety and depression for the next few days yeah. mm -hmm. and I think it's something that we all as we get older approaching 30 whatever we realize that it's like it's not how it used to be. You know, you're 20, 19, 21, and it doesn't hit your body in a certain way. And then we hit a certain age where we're like, this is not worth it. So I would love to hear yeah. about your journey with that. Um, yeah, I guess I always had kind of a, like a little social anxiety of like, ah, you know, am I cool enough to be in this situation? Do these people like me? And then if I drink – then I could be, you know, kind of life of the party-esque, like, and then especially with like, yeah, like these events, it's all these very, you know, top tier people. I'm like, okay, I'll just, you know, I could just drink tequila and then nothing will matter, you know, like I could just kind of roll with anything and anyone. Um, but then that would just make my anxiety worse. Like you said, like when you're hungover, like your anxiety's through the roof. He used to call it the Sunday it's, it's scary. The scary. It's the scary. <laughs> it's you scary. replay it's so scary. everything that happened the night yeah. before. You judge yourself. You just like totally just are so hard on yourself. Yeah. And as extroverted as I am, I actually do love being alone and I liked to drink alone. And then that escalated very rapidly during the quarantine. 
where my like daily ritual was, I don't know, somehow make it to the gym. I would make it to the gym, but then I have a bottle of wine with lunch. Then I'd have like 10 beers gaming. And then I'd finish it off with like a half a bottle of whiskey, you know? And that just, you do that every day. But you day. went to the gym. So. I don't know how. <laughs> <You made it. laughs> I don't know how. And but was- that's just like, and then once I got let out of the house after like a year and a half of being stuck at the house, I just went like, I just went bender after bender after bender. And I like, I love drinking and then drugs goes with drinking because then you just keep drinking. So it's just, if you want to keep partying, yeah. you do drugs. And then that, that doesn't end well because then your brain is just, I just was losing my mind. Yeah. The COVID hit hard over here um, because I was pregnant too. And so we were all extra, extra careful. And luckily none of us have ever got it, but um, the, my bros like did not leave the house for me, which was amazing. And thank you. Um, and then the baby was here and they're like, okay, you're not pregnant anymore. I'm like, yeah, but there's a baby now. So like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, how do I leave? And, and it blew up. And I think we would have got here eventually, but not this fast. So I'm kind of grateful that happened so that he could like, yeah, see it was good to kind of lose it at this age rather <laughs> this age, not like yeah. 35 40 i think it'd be uh, yeah. a little difficult i think when i finally and I, it, it was hard for us to admit too that he had a problem like we we were like he can always stop so it's fine but i think the first like another red flag was when he would play his twitch games all night long he would like a couple times he fell asleep like drunk falling asleep on twitch and it was scary because my fans were up like oh my god somebody tell megan blah, 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 like go somebody save him and we're like okay justin will go get him but and they would laugh it off but i'm like dude don't fall asleep on the twit you know it was hard yeah it's so normalized like binge drinking especially in this age and like living coming from new york city it's like there's not much to do here besides like eat and drink you know (laughs) pretty much it it's been hard. I'm like, I've been trying, especially in COVID, like when um, all the restaurants were closed or you could only dine outside. Like we had to keep warm outside. So we would just like yeah. get drunk under heaters. Yeah. And I've been experiencing like similar, I mean, not like to the level of like, I need to go sober, but like definitely like need to take a step back because, you know, waking up feeling that way is just not okay. And for me, physically, mentally, emotionally. And what I've been finding is that like nature has been really helping me. So like going upstate and just hiking and cool. like, being amongst nature, I'm like, yes. oh, wait, yes. Like there's a world outside of New York City. Yes, but there is. just like that whole like drinking drugs, it's so normalized amongst 20 year olds. And I think that it's like such a courageous and brave thing to come out there and be like, hey, I'm not drinking anymore. Whoever knows how long it's going to be right now. I'm not doing it anymore because it's not good for me. I feel like that uh, with your platform too, like inspire so many people. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's really not worth it. I kind of just went out and did like a bunch of pros and cons. There's not that many pros to like going out and like, I'm an idiot when I'm drunk. I spend so much money. I just want to buy every, I think I have Megan Trainer money. I'm just buying drinks <laughs> yeah. for everybody. I'm like, what am I doing? some nights you did. Some nights I'd be like, here's my card. Go nuts, yeah, kid. Like, you like, know? One I enabled. My birthday, I enabled for hard. My, that was for my birthday, bro. was not at all enough times. Like, I, you know, you should have given it to me more often. It'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. And just like, it destroys your body. I feel so much better. I, I feel like I haven't slept in the last decade and now I'm finally sleeping. I'm like, Oh, this is what it's like to feel like a human. Like I, (laughs) I've been missing out on this kind of like, I feel like a person. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. I think that's (laughs) a little cooler than just like being like, Oh, I'm banged up. Let's keep going. No, no, no. You know, like it's, I'm also, I'm just getting fucking old. I'm like, I'm going to be 29 soon. Like it's, it's over. It's over. Fun in your twenties. 
I mean, like onto new any, anybody, you can do whatever you want. Uh, I just personally, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna cut it off because I know I have one speed. I got one speed. It's go. I, will go, <laughs> go, go, go. I like to have a good time. And, so you now know. you're running instead, and you're yeah, like, I'm yeah. not stopping. <laughs> Run from yeah, exactly. I just <laughs> yes. go. You just forever. go. You don't stop. Well, yeah. so talking about like the the reason why you started drinking was because like you didn't feel cool enough. Like that kind of segues into the next topic that we have is about media and. Megan, I remember, Uh, I mean, for you being in the spotlight, like imposter syndrome is always going to happen. You know, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, Mm -hmm. other singers, other experiences. Like, was there a situation where you felt like, you know, you're like, I just want to quit because I'm not good enough. Or also with the media, too, I feel like they love to just take pull quotes from you and like make them into memes. Like, how do you deal (laughs) with just... Especially well, recently, <laughs> just the media in general. Have you, you know? seen what I went viral for recently? <laughs> I, I yes, ma'am. It. You can say it. I have two well, toilets in my master so bathroom. Trending so hard. But like so, back in back in October, you, you back had a in October hot quote. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went viral for my two toilets. What a time! Uh, what a time that was. Um, and at first, it was like funny. Then I was like. Oh, they're making fun of me. And then I then I took it personally because you remember I could not poop in public and I like poop oh, shamed that's myself. That's why Poopery was a sponsor. That's why Poopery <laughs> is my hero. It's I've the been best. I've been begging them to let me do a commercial and a song for them. That I think they've now said you no. Should. The now you trended should. for that whole month. But like. yeah, they saved my life. So like one when, when I got comfortable and I found my soulmate and I and he wants to hang out with me when I go to the bathroom or like especially if we got up in the middle of the night to take care of Riley, like he'd be peeing and I'm like move like I gotta go so then in this new house that we have I was like I got an extra toilet pop it next to my other one and the plumber laughed and I was like I don't know why you're laughing sir get it done (laughs) (laughs) and they got it done and it's been the best it's like we pee all the time together we get to hang out we never get to have to miss each other some people think we're too close but I think I found the one and I think everybody's fucking jealous there you go exactly But, but yeah. like, so when you read stuff like that and when you, I mean, also back in the day, there's been so many different things like the Dear Future Husband music video, like all these like little things that like people were like, oh, I have a problem with this. Yeah. And then it's it, because like when you get successful, they're like, well, I don't like your hair. You know, they like start picking at apart anything. Um, so I noticed like if I'm, if my music's not popping and I'm not at Billboard Awards that year, you know, like. I'm I'm like I'm laying low and it's kind of nice. It's kind of really yeah. nice. And I notice when, as soon as something goes viral, like the toilet thing, I'm like ha 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 ha. How long is this gonna be? You know, like <laughs> okay, on to the next. You know, it's kind of just like get it over with. Yeah, um, did you never it take go- you a while to like get to that point of you know not going to the Billboard Music Awards and be like this is nice. I'm laying low. Like in the beginning, were you like? Why? Yeah, am I, I, w- I had you know. a melted breakdown. It was like, why am I not invited? Like, what the f? And serious phone. <laughs> serious And that's because like social media. You're like, social but this media. person gets to go. Why can't also, I go? Also, it's like, it's like, like award shows started happening, and no one would warn me they were happening too. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh my god, the Billboard Awards last night. Why didn't anyone at least tell me? Like, I feel like no one invited me, wanted me there, and my team didn't warn me. You know? And they're like, what? Well, we just we're on to other stuff. And I'm like, okay, shit. Like. <laughs> What does that mean? But I finally had a place where I'm like on TV now and I'm writing a book and I'm, I have a podcast and I'm like, I'm just going to stay busy and stay in my lane and write the best songs I could possibly write while being a badass mama. So, yes. And that's like the best thing that you can do because Leslie and I had an episode about um, comparison and imposter syndrome. And it's like the second that you compare yourself to other people, you lose track of like 
what you're supposed to do here, you know? Yeah, and like, nobody else is torturing your brain except yourself. That's the worst part. Exactly. You're like, oh no, I'm only sad in this moment because I did this to myself. So like, how can I snap out of this and go do something fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And how do, you, hard. how do you deal with those hate comments? Because we even get them for Doug and we're just trying to like spread the love with a cute dog. Like, how do you deal with people picking apart you or your body or how you appear? Luckily, I don't see a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is like, yeah, that's like rule number one. Um, yeah, don't I don't, look. I, yeah, don't look, don't go looking for mm-hmm. it. Um, I know the safe places I can look at comments. I know Instagram is always nice to me. I know YouTube just don't. Yeah. I know um, TikTok is always nice to me. Twitter, stay away. No. You know, there's like Ugh, different lanes. Um, but I also, my mommy will literally go through Twitter and will like block mean comments. So I never can even try to see them. But um, yeah, I, I always get offended. I always get, I'm sensey. I always want to write a song called Sensitive because <laughs> I am. Like, it is what You're it is. You're human. You have feelings. Yeah. You have emotions. Yeah. Like, if You're, any of these trolls got all this attention to them and hate comments, anyone would feel the same way. Feel, it's like, yeah. and, and I, they're hiding behind a screen, you know? No, people don't realize there's an actual person behind the screen reading them. They think, oh, this yeah. person has 10 million followers, whatever. Like, they're never going to see this. But, like, you do see it, and it hurts. Yeah. Um, and I, my songwriting recently is, like, just, like, very vulnerable and <laughs> even more. Um, but it's it's my – it's the tr- – like, a lot of people say, you're the girl with all the empowering anthems. And I'm like, yeah, but I cry, you know? So I <laughs> – so I, I, I've been writing about like, yeah, I'm tough and I'm strong, but like, um, I'm just like anybody else. I will cry if somebody puts a mean comment on there. Like it is what it is. I've just faced you it. You just have to remember that their lives are, their lives are so bad though. Do I know, but I don't even want to like. <laughs> they, they do not have a good, you're not yeah, having a good so time I in life. To... You're sitting there all day. Yeah, like, uh, like man, 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 man. I know, I know. Oh, buddy. And I have to take a step back and, and like literally open my eyes and be like, oh yeah. dude, I live in a great home yeah. with a great family. And, Pretty chill. And you have to snap yourself in reality a lot. Just like when you're having a panic attack and your therapist says like, all right, sit up and go TV, couch, th- you know, like snap into the moment right now. I have to constantly remind myself to do that. Gratitude. Which is hard. We love gratitude. Love um, gratitude. So I'd love to hear about what it is like for you being a body positivity icon and having these really empowering <laughs> songs for women. There Did you hear what is. I just said? There it is. What's this like? ma'am. You are, you are the epitome of positive. Well, this is the thing. Like, this is why we want to talk about it because <laughs> it's like you – got put into this position without even asking <laughs> right. to be here. The, my co-writer and, yesterday and, was like, yeah, you're out in the like, public by doing that. And I was like, by accident? I was and like, also, I've... like, it wasn't a movement back in 2014, you know, like like it is now. Mm-hmm. I, right. It's such like a weird place where body pot- positivity is now. I think also with like TikTok, everyone's just like, I'm a human. Here I am. But yes. like, you got literally put into this like lane and you, know you had what? to represent that. Right. But you're like, I'm just me. Like, and you're still trying to deal with these emotions in yourself. It's it's so hard to be like the face of something that it's still we we have our days. It's only human. Yeah, the movement back then with all about that base. People would tell me is um, the booty, the movement of the booty. Because J Lo had a song out about a booty, and you you were the send off. And they were like, you just brought booty back. And I was like, did I? Was it ever not here? Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then it turned into more of like, you're the self-loving anthem woman. 
Um, which is true because I write those songs for myself because mama needs it. Like I write it for me. Um, mm -hmm. Because that's what I did with bass. I was like, I just never heard this on the radio. And that would have been super helpful when I was 13, you know? Yeah. So anything going forward, I try to write just stuff that I really feel. And I was in a phase um, until now of writing, like just trying to write to make people say positive words about themselves. Like, I feel great. If I was you, I want to be me too. And, you know, like, I'm happy. I'm awesome. I'm great. But now I've been taking a turn of, like, my truth of, like, sometimes I cry and it's okay, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and yeah. I, and it's finally, I feel like I'm being very real and very honest. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's me trying to tell everyone, too, that you're not alone, you know? Vulnerability is real. And, like, did you feel like for a certain period of time – you and Megan Trainer were different people. Oh, great question. No, but I did I did feel like a, a superhero where like I would, you know, get all glammed up, put the wig on, put the outfit on and go be a character on stage and be like, look how sexy I think I am. And then I go home and be like, you know, and like be so insecure and cry myself to sleep. And I every time I take my makeup off, I look at them and I'm like, ah, melting, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, See, and I feel like that's so important for people to hear because like, especially as a pop star, like that is kids are like, I want to grow up and be a pop star. And you dude. see like the hair, the makeup, the lights, like it's such a like, you know, it's so unobtainable. Like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. But then like, it's, I think it's amazing for people to hear that you're like, yeah, that's the character I play, but that's not me 24 seven. And that's yeah. not normal. It's like Instagram, you know, it's the highlight reel. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just like, like, you know, me 24 seven is hoodie. And oh, leggings yeah. and Uggs and a we like comfort is key. <laughs> comfort is key. But if I gotta dress up, I could really yeah. I could Three hours up. later, three hours later, I could become something. <laughs> I could turn yeah. into a diva. <laughs> three hours later, which is a talent, and I'm proud. Yeah, of no, it is a talent. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> But yeah, my mom always jokes, like, if they only knew the glamorous life. Like, at the Grammys, I wore this white outfit, and I, like, presented something. And I, I can't pee in this out outfit. I had spanks on underneath. And I tried in the bathroom with my mom to pee through the spank hole. I peed all over us, both of us, at the Grammys. Gross. And my mom's like, ah, oh, pop star <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's the, that's why we're doing this podcast. We're diving in. Because there's diving no one knows truth. this stuff happens. Nobody. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about sweet riley yes we can please so what have you learned from your career that you hope to teach riley um my father taught me like uh once you do something for five years then you be you become like a master at it um i believe it's 10 years uh but but five years is really good it's a good start um, and also treat people with kindness, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten a long way in my career just out of respecting people and trying to be very polite, always show up on time. That's a huge yep. thing for me. Mm -hmm. I still show up on time and people are like, you're the first pop star that's ever arrived on time. And I'm like, Dude. this is not a thing, Rick guys. Lassen's podcast, we show yeah, up, he's like, you guys are way too early. He started panicking. <laughs> I was like, it's one o'clock, I'm yeah, right on like, time. You told us to come at one o'clock. He's like, no one has ever showed up yeah. on time. I, I, hold on. And he's like, you're so aggressive with the FaceTime. I was like, well, I just wanted you to know it was me. So, I'm very into that. Um, respect can get you a long way. Um, and then keeping good people around you. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like 
you are going to encourage Riley to go into Hollywood or let him develop his own I don't know, interests. man. I, I want him to be like a photographer, be, like go in somewhere else. What if or he was like, just like a savage entertainment lawyer? Just <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Daryl, I've never, I don't have proof of this, but Daryl claims that he got 4.0 all throughout high school. I could school. see him being a smart kid, yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping he's got that kind of brain. That'd be sick. That'd be nice. And then like, I'll, like whatever he wants to do though, obviously we'll be like, whatever you need we got you yeah but um, i can't see you guys really encouraging a child yeah, career I don't know. because like music kind of i'm gonna be like much. let's sing and play instruments and have fun together yeah, just to keep, it's good for the like brain music did. is great yeah for the brain. when we were babies yeah. my dad would have like he'd yeah. put out some bongos and he would play loud music and be like let's rock you know fun, and it was like the best family time ever um but daryl believes that when he was three years old he was like i want to be an actor like that was wow. his mission in life yeah he so i don't know knew. if when Daryl will, when Riley will speak, if he'll start saying stuff like that, but we'll see. <laughs> I can't wait to show him Spy Kids one day and be like, "That's oh, Dada." Oh That's so iconic. Awesome. That's so sick, dude. Oh my god! Like uh, watching because he'll probably watch Spy Kids like at the age that Daryl was in Spy. Literally, Kids. like five, six. Yeah. That's so true. That's so nuts. Ryan, oh how is it being um, an uncle and seeing a little human that you're, you know, your sister made? Ha- made. Is yeah, that, that's that, so that crazy. must be like a very out it of body. It actually like encouraged this whole sobriety thing. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I can't just be a drunk piece of shit. Look at this little guy. It was you know, hard. he's going to like look up. It's I feel true. like he already looks up to me Literally. and he's a baby. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't at, let this little guy down. Like, I You saw him look at him. Together. He looks at him like, yeah. so just here the best. Um, um, but it's this immediate happiness. It's wild. Yeah. It's like anything you're feeling bad about, it just goes away when you like just see them and hold them. And natural drugs. Yeah. yeah. Now, do I change diapers? No. Do I really no, do a lot? Not really. No. But yeah, I have a good yeah. time with the guys. That's why being the uncle is fun. <laughs> Pretty when sick. He was, when he was an infant, though, it was scary like – because Ryan was still drinking and Daryl would have to like pull me aside and be like, hey, if Ryan's really messed up, I don't want him holding Ryan, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I was and like it, late on the but couch. But he knew, like, he I, knew when, I was like, know? I'm not going to stand up. But and- I was like, I guess this is annoying, you know? <laughs> so it helped. Smart, you know, for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. And like for you, Megan, do you feel like having Riley definitely like put your perspective? Because you're such a hard worker and like, I mean from anyone I've ever met in the entertainment industry, you hustle the hardest. Like right now you're doing so many things at once still with mm-hmm. Riley. Do you think that he made you take a step back and slow down a little bit or no. make you want to work harder? Make me want to work like- harder. He, everyone was like, when you have a baby, it's your life is done and it's their life. And I was like, nope. Um, like, it just me. <laughs> made me like more inspired to do everything better. Um, I like every single morning I got up with Daryl and Riley and we went on a 45 minute walk outside and then we come home and do a double workout. Like I was like, I'm going to work on my nutrition and my health for this baby. And I've lost all my baby weight and then 20 pounds. What's going on with those walks? You don't want to join me on the dog walks anymore? What happened to those morning walks? There's a lot of hills out here. No, it's not. Nice little easy loop. I've seen. Anyways, so I, um, yeah, I've been working on health, nutrition and um, business life. Like I was like, oh, I, I want to write a book about this. I'm, I'm writing a book about um, getting pregnant and like my whole experience and how a lot of stuff nobody warned me about. Oh, I um, love that. Yeah. And, and then TV shows because I love a job where I can drive down the street, go to mm-hmm. work, drive home, yeah, see my move. kid, bring my kid yeah. to work. Like I got the luxury of that or I could bring him everywhere. Um, so yeah, it's just inspired me to do more. 
Um, what is what was the inspiration behind your podcast? And can you give the fans a little sneak peek of what to expect in 2022? Uh, I are. Um, I wrote a song on my last album to myself. Uh, the song is called Working On It. And I wrote it with my gals, Sasha Sloan and Lennon Stella, about like receiving a compliment and not like throwing it away, not saying like, stop Oh my it. God. I call it the football catch because wow. when I literally just had this conversation the other day, it's like, oh, I like your shirt. No, I like your shirt. You have to catch the football <laughs> and say, thank you. Catch it. Thank you. Catch it. You yeah. don't like it. Or like if someone's like, wow, you look gorgeous. And you're like, no, I don't. I look like crap, you know? And instead of that, you're like, wow, thank you. So I was literally trying to do that. And we wrote a song about it. And so for our podcast, we're like, it should be called Working On It. And just things we're working on to be better humans, you know? Each week, I'm working on motherhood. He's working on sobriety. We got to working on fatherhood with Daryl, working on living with siblings, mm-hmm. um, dating. everything, dating with Allison mm-hmm. Christian, my makeup artist. Oh, yes. yeah. We got Allison, an episode sir. with Dimitri, Dimitri just coming, coming to, to America. America. What, what's that like? What's you know, that like? We're like going to wow. speak any English. Broad yeah. topics, a bunch of topics. Yeah, so a just... bunch of stuff that we're working on. And um, we yeah, even yeah. had my little brother remix the song yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can hear. It's and fire. we have like yes. home videos on YouTube. You can watch the podcast there. But yeah. It's and then you, you get so like a little fun. behind the scenes of what's going on with us. And, and what, what it really is and... is family therapy yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for the world to hear, which yeah, has been great. Great for though. Us. The world needs to hear it. It's they like, do. If, it's relatable. You know, it's not this like squeaky clean picture perfect thing. And yes. you're yeah, diving we're deep. Talking about on, yeah, stuff. staying honest and mm-hmm. just. Brutally honest. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Megan and Ryan, I love you guys. Thank you, I love you, so, you much. Guys so much. This Did we do it? Um, I just first want to say, Megan, I think you are a beautiful example of someone with so much talent and wisdom and humbleness. And you have so much that you're just putting out in the world. And it's just so great to connect with you again. And Ryan, what you are doing and sharing and that vulnerability is helping so many people. And um, thank you for sharing your story with us. But this was an amazing episode of Diving In. Thank you to Megan and Ryan Trainer for coming on, and we'll talk to you guys soon. If anyone wants to follow you at Megan Trainer on Instagram, at Ryan, we'll put it in we'll the show put it, notes everything too. in the yes. show notes yeah. and your podcast and all that stuff. But thank you so yes. much. Amazing, amazing. Thank Thanks you. for having that was us. Awesome. Of course, love you guys. Talk. To I you love later. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I never know how to end these. Things. Yep. Bye. Bye. Dude, we're always like <laughs> goodbye. Okay, bye. Okay. See ya. <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's episode of diving in this show is a resident media production produced by drake peterson and edits by chris mccone the theme song is by rob chanelli as always if you like this episode please share us with your friends and family give us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button to be reminded when a new episode comes out if you have any questions for the show our email is info at divingin.community to stay up to date with all things Diving In, you can follow us on Instagram at Diving In Pod or visit us online by going to divingin.community. See you next time.